You may kill me, but you may never insult me. Who am I? I'm Kevin Jack Sparrow. Get the truth about movies on the movie show. If he were telling the truth, he wouldn't have told us. <laughs> Tell them, Sparrow. Unless, of course, he knew you wouldn't believe the truth, even if he told it. Mm-hmm. Hello? Joey, it's Ross. I need some help. Help has come your way because you are listening to the movie show. What is up? How are you doing? This is the movie show. On your favorite radio station slash podcasting service. Uh-huh. I'm Sash. My name is Ryan. And just do it. We <laughs> are just doing it. We're like, yeah. If you have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah. Today, we are going to be reviewing the latest film by actor slash now director, Ben Affleck. Mm. And he produced a movie that was all about Nike's Air Jordans. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, there's a movie about that, just in case you didn't know. I now feel, you know. I feel like I've been warming up to this film, Mm-mm. just just because I've watched a lot of interviews with Ben Affleck, and like I've heard about this film a lot. And like it's not quite the way that I pictured it. I thought there was going to be more focus on, on what's his name? Michael Jordan. I know the um, s- something Knight. Knight? The CEO of Nike. Oh, of Nike. Yes. Um, I'll give you his name now. Uh, he was played by Ben Affleck in the guy? actual film. Yeah, that guy. Phil Knight. That's it. Phil. Of course, it is Phil. Phil. Sorry, Phil. Phil Knight. <laughs> got your got your surname right there. You know, because yeah. it sounds like Nike Knight. Nike. So that's how I couldn't forget Nike. it. Yeah. But then we watched it, and it was one of those films I watched really late. <laughs> and you did you stop it? <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, I couldn't stop it. Yeah. I, I was I was like I really have to, but then I was like ah no I can't, and then that was it, and then I watched it. It was really really good. Yeah. yeah. I saw this film come out in the beginning of the year and I wasn't ex- so I saw the the cast and but I didn't know it was directed by um Ben Affleck. I didn't know anything about it. So, you know when you're like, "Yeah, I must watch that movie," but it's like there on In fact, I had the movie. Yes, it was part of my my movies that I have I'd that like I haven't to know watched you got yet. It. I too. I think you know what my secret is, right? So like I'll tell you my secret and then you tell me your secret. As in finding films. No, no, no. This film specifically. How I found okay, this let's film. Start, okay, let's start general broad first. So, I have Rotten Tomatoes as my default browser page. Oh, yes. That's and then right. every time I go on the internet, I automatically see what's just come out. So, then you're like, oh, flip, there's a film by... If you don't want to be distracted for like a good solid five minutes, do not do that. I highly suggest. But I, I like it because it helps me stay up with what, stay up to date with what has come out without having to do much. You know, you just go into your Open browser. Open your browser. Yeah. And then literally like, bah, you see oh. Brad Pitt's face and you're like, ooh. Oh, look. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's where I think I saw it. Mm. And then um, because of the cast, I went and got the film and then I just didn't watch it. Until until we did um, Good War Hunting. And now, just in case you're wondering, we have started a Matt Damon marathon because it was just so good, you know. Yeah. So this is part of our Matt Damon marathon. Matt Damon's good. Yeah. We have done other Matt Damon films, by the way. If you want to Martian. go and listen to those shows, we did The Martian. We did Ford versus Ferrari. That film yeah. is still one of my favorites. Mm. What else did we do? Trying to think now. But the, we'll get there. I remember the Martian. Yeah. I remember the Ford versus Ferrari. Obviously, we've now done Good War Hunting. And then today we're doing Air. I was almost going to say The Accountant, but that was... No, that was Ben Affleck. That was Ben Affleck. Very good film, though. Yeah. yeah. We do great films, yeah. Right. That's why you should keep listening. <laughs> yeah, so that that's... This, this is Air. Mm, mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So how did you... 
How did you get this movie? <laughs> uh, I know it's on Prime. I did a seven-day trial on Prime. Okay. I mustn't forget to cancel it. Ah, <laughs> I've also done that, actually. I wanted to watch a series on Prime, and I was like, Prime actually has decent stuff. I wanted it. to cancel straight after the movie. I'm like, wait, I still have seven days. Yeah. No, they might just like, hey, we got you. You watched, you, you, you subscribed, watched, oh, you watched, you watched and then you put, no, I don't do know, know if I'll do that. I have a three-month. They did say cancel anytime. Yeah, no, you can say so what is the catch, Prime? Somebody, Well, tell you us. get seven days of watching for free and that's supposed to hook you or you're supposed to forget. That actually once happened to me. So I was watching The Office and then I started my seven-day free trial and I completely forgot about it. And it, it took... Minute. And then Bing. I was just like, Ugh, I'm not going to cancel it now. I'm just going to watch this month. And then what I the think hell? that turned into two months. And then, yeah, I don't have Prime anymore currently, but but that is how the subscription sites get you, you know? Okay. But I do currently have a three-month free trial with Apple TV because... Um, I think it's I got a device and then because of the yeah. device they're like yeah yes three months free I was like oh wow thanks so currently I'm I have a, yeah. a three month free trial with Apple Apple TV there's a, a, the, the what's weird with Apple TV is the movies you can't stream you have to buy or rent the films right. but their series you can watch so like Silo that's that's how I watch yeah. Silo um, I even gave my mom the account and she's been like mm. she's actually watched more stuff wow. than I've watched wow. I'm not the greatest person at series but I'm trying series. I'm trying I'm serious serious yeah so if you want to watch this one it is on Prime Prime yeah yeah. And it is a sports drama. Mm -hmm. It is one hour and 52 minutes long. Directed by the one and only Ben, ben Affleck. Affleck. And in fact, so this film was actually part, it won. So in 2021, it was the screenplay. It basically won the best what? unproduced. 20? 2022. 2021, sorry. In 2021, it was the best unproduced oh. slash back, blacklisted screenplay. Oh, I was about so, to say. In the film industry, there's uh, there there's I mean sure. a list. There's so many scripts that are written like mm. yearly, and there's actually like a list, a blacklist of like all the scripts that haven't yet been made that are good that should have been made. So this was the best one for 2021, and Ben Affleck and Matt Damon actually um then took the script, who was written by Alex um Convery, and they then they rewrote it and then started production. And, but then also, this is their production company, um, which is called Artists Equity. It is their production company. So somebody, so somebody wrote the movie and then they rewrote it. Yeah. So they took it and then they rewrote it. I know. I think one of the things they said was wrong with the script was there was no African American character, which they were still like, how can you not have an African American character? Because I mean, like, first of all, it's about. It, it's not about, but it is about Michael Jordan, who is an African American. Then there's his family, who are African Americans. Then right. there was that friend um, that still played mm. the one character who who knew Michael Jordan very very well. He's played by Chris Tucker. Yeah. Um, what was his name? Howard. Howard White. He's African American. So there were like a lot of. Like, yeah. So uh, that's one of the things that Matt Damon and Ben Affleck did to, like, fix it. I don't know what else they did, but, um, yeah, they, they basically took the script and mm. then, like, rewrote it. But this movie, I actually think Ben Affleck is a brilliant director because I felt like I was watching something fresh. It didn't feel, like, like stale. It didn't even feel like Goodwill Hunting. It felt... It was it, though, just the way he went about telling the story was incredible. You know, I've never seen other films being referenced in a film. Mm. 
And Actually. in this movie, uh, them, like in the beginning, you kind of get introduced to the 80s. Yeah. And then they reference a lot of, like, 80s. you see a lot of films that yeah. were happening around that yeah. time. You're like, wait, are we watching? No, we were not watching. No, we were. Yeah. yeah. Like, so for me already, they're the beginning. Like, all the, I've never seen that reference, the amount of referencing that they did in the beginning, yeah. just to really uh, put you in what was happening yeah, around like, that era. Like, creates the setting yeah and you see where the movies are. the biggest yeah. like uh, iconic things that were happening you even saw the that wasn't a snicker ad or something exactly the A-team. like yeah, i remember that, that. So. i was just like oh yeah right mm. wow that's you know i know the cast said because uh, i mean the cast if Ghost you look Busters, at the cast there were some scenes from yes, Ghostbusters. yes there even. was but the cast all like grew up in the 80s and yeah. they, they were all like, it was so cool. It, mm. it felt so like yeah. nostalgic to go on sets. And I mean, the sets, the costumes, the the purple Porsche. Can we please take a moment for that beautiful purple vintage Porsche? That that could very easily become a wallpaper. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like very, very beautiful. And how was Ben Affleck's character's pink running outfit <laughs> i was finished <laughs> he had like pink leggings and pink shoes and no but it was very and mm. his haircut even ben affleck's mm. haircuts and i don't know if you picked this up i i did think this was the case but i i had to do research to confirm matt damon wore a fat suit for the entirety of the film oh really yeah he he looked matt damon's actually he's he's in very good shape i don't know if you've seen him like he's he's very yeah no i noticed he's Not- he's he's not obese at all no, no. but in this one he he's he's got the the Boop. the comfort um belt the tummy the yeah and you can see it like he even he doesn't even wear tight shirts but you can like mm. but i was still looking at him and i was like that damon doesn't look jog- like this and he jogs in the movie and stops he's just like nope i'm not doing this yeah. i am not doing this no and walks away mm. yeah because he like looks down and he's like he's just like mm. I know I work at Nike, I but saw that. this ain't for me, man. <laughs> yeah. Wearing so. his Nike shoes and everything. Another thing that was really cool about this film was um it was it's I think this is what happens when actors get to like be involved with more than just the acting part of production. So we saw this with mm. Goodwill Hunting as well. But a lot of it was was very much just like conversations mm. with ordinary people in rooms. Like literally that was there wasn't ever a car accident. There wasn't ever a big basketball game. There wasn't ever... Do you understand what I'm saying? Literally the entirety of so the So you're film, talking about the events. Yeah, it was very simple events. And like often the, the scenes were long. So generally with yeah. the script, right? And you're taught this. I've read script writing books. And they literally say you need to... With, with, with um, stage plays, it's different. Because obviously it's, it's happening in acts. Like you have your acts. But then like there's no like... You can't quickly change the set on a stage play because... Because, you know, the set's been set and, I mean, the audience is watching and, yeah. But with movies, you can obviously, I mean, change sets immediately. Like, your beats can be very, very quick and short. And they even say do that so that you can keep the audience's attention. So, generally, if a scene is two pages long, two pages on a script, and two pages isn't long. Because I don't know if you've seen script formatting. Um, you actually don't get much on a page. But how, how it works is that a page um, of a, a sc- one script page is equal to one minute of film so that's how they kind of can tell like length and all of that is by how many um pages the script is but two pages is normally a very long scene that's two minutes right this film often the scenes went on for like four to six minutes 
Yeah. Like one scene went on for that long. And yet it was interesting. You were like in there the whole time. The actors, the cast was incredible. I actually think that one of the reasons this film works is because of the cast. Mm. Like the cast and then Ben Affleck's directing. And the way he worked with the actors, I, I think it was incredible. In fact, Matt Damon said that when production came to an end, he was actually sad because he didn't feel like he was going to work. He literally felt like he was, he was having the best time of his life every single day. And when it finished, he, it's, he's never been more sad to finish a project. And I mean, how many films has Matt Damon been in? Like, how many films has he been Tons. in? I mean, he's been in Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer. Do yeah. you understand what I'm saying? But he actually felt sad when, when this one came to an end. And then on top of that, the, the actors worked so well together and they were so professional that the shoot was scheduled. They had budgeted 33 days. So that was the, the shooting plan. They completed it in 24 days. That, and that's just because of the rates that they were able to work through the scenes sure. because of the cast. But the cast was incredible. The yeah. cast was actually Matt Damon insane, Ben Affleck insane. Viola Davis did such mm. a good job and she was requested by Michael Jordan yeah. himself. So when Ben Affleck told Michael that he was making the film, he had two, he had two um, like like requests mm. the first one was that viola davis plays his mom and the second one was that howard white's be included in the story and that's when um uh, ben affleck thought that chris tucker he'd always wanted to work with chris tucker but also he knew that chris tucker and um howard white's were really good and close friends so that's why he asked him um but i mean they did an incredible job and then viola davis so in the film michael jordan's mother and father the two actors that play them are actually married in real life ah. So that's Julius Tennant. Yeah, I, I, I could see it. It's uh, actually right. Yeah. Like no, no, there was a ring on the finger. That's no, I'm checking. <laughs> All right, that was the props. I wonder if they actually just kept the actual uh, like ring. And then the other person that I really, really enjoyed, like honestly, really enjoyed, was um, Jason Bateman, who played Rob Strazer. Yeah, he. He was so good. He grabbed my attention oh, as was well. So, and I've yeah. seen him. He's often in mm. like comedic roles. Like I, I, I know there's one mm. film. I can't remember the name of that film now. But the, I, I know him from that film. And mm. then I've seen him in like other like comedic. Mm. But he also does like a lot in of this drama. Film, he was kind of like a, because I think in the beginning he was a bit more stern kind of mm, thing. Mm. And then eventually he like kind of joined in. With Matt. And then it was like the team of them together. Yeah. So it was. And especially like the one of the end sequences where he comes walking out and now there's a lot more involved because it's his girl, family, you know, yeah. whatever. And then oh, it was, it was no, good. It was emotional. It was, it was very good. You're like, yeah, I felt like a champion. You're right. Yeah. And I think the other thing I love about this film is, so when you think Air Jordans, obviously it's the, the, the shoes are what they are because of Michael Jordan. Yeah. So you're like, okay, this, so this is a film about Michael Jordan. Mm. This is not a film about Michael Jordan. That's what makes this movie so great. Right? Yeah. So in the film, what you'll do mm. is you'll see Michael Jordan actual like real life footage of him like playing ball or whatever um and then whenever his character is in a scene they never show his face so you only you always only see like an obscure mm. obscured version of michael jordan yeah. ben affleck didn't want an actor to play him because he was like you can't get an actor to play he's gonna do yeah like michael jordan and then the audience is gonna mm. be like but that's not michael jordan so mm. like they didn't they, michael jordan has lines but you you never see his face it's he's a very like in the background character even though he's like mentioned almost in every scene mm. he's like he he's a very background character 
this story is actually more about Michael Jordan's mom. They put a very big emphasis on her. And then also people like Sunny, yeah. played by Matt Damon. Mm. Um, like I'd say those two characters were almost like the stars. And then obviously just how like ordinary people within a very big organization that was actually crumbling at the time, how they did like heroic things and took risks. And, you know, they were, they were ordinary people facing ordinary issues going through ordinary things overweight you know stuff like that and yet um they were they were able to to make history like really really they, they a, really did make history really and take a chance and i mean yes michael jordan was mm. the name and the face but he would have been nothing without all of the people that are mentioned in this film so i think that what that's also what was nice about it, it was it was an underdog film in mm. a way it like showed like yes there's the star of the show but then there's yeah. all of these background people that that believed in him and that took a risk and that yeah that are the reason why he is where he is today yeah because in the film itself you like you go into like the Nike like headquarters yeah. and you're like Nike like right. yeah oh, this is so cool. and then they give the stats of like how much percentage uh, uh, how much dominance they have over the basketball and then you see converse and it's like something like Huge, 50 yeah. 60% then it goes to Adidas and they're like 20 30 40 whatever something and then, and then it goes to Nike and it's like the small little company and it's just like 16% and then what's crazy about it is it shows how in the end, um, I don't know if you saw, Nike still bought Converse. Yeah, that's right. It was like, ah, I wonder shame. if it still is today. I think must, it is. Must be, I yeah. think it is, yeah. But this mm. is what got me. So I was just like, whoa. So at the end of the film, they give you like the stats and they show you like what happened to each of the characters, which mm. I thought was really cool. But what one of the things that was almost like a... Um, a shock was when they closed the deal or were going to close the deal with Michael Jordan... He did what no other sportsman had ever asked and had never been done before was he said he wants a certain um, percentage of all profits made on uh, Air Jordans shoe, that yeah. are sold. Now, that's not how it worked. What would happen was the shoe company would basically pay the sportsman a salary so they would come up with an agreement, a contractual, yeah. contractual agreement. In the film, they actually dropped that number just to make Nike look like more of an underdog. In, in real life, actually, that number was higher. than what I think in the film, they say 250000 yeah. It was higher mm. than that, that he would get paid yearly in income. But that wasn't profits. That was just Nike saying every year for the next so many years, we're going to give you set amounts done. Whereas he said, no, every shoe that is sold, I want this percentage in pro of the profits. Mm. And he got it right. And to this day, I was just like, what? Michael Jordan is earning $400 million in passive income. Because of Mike, because of Angel, I was just like, what? That's insane. Like, imagine you're sitting on your couch mm. and you're earning $400 million. Passive, people. Yeah. Not, not income. Passive income. Because, I mean, around this time, Nike was more just like a jogging kind of shoe. Mm. And today, go outside and take notice of people's techies. Like, even if it's the fake ones, <laughs> Nike is huge. No, it's huge. You see that, that, that tick, that just do it you like like everywhere yeah no it's true like, Obviously, like a lot of people adidas is still good well, um, converse i would say has dropped but adidas they begin their tracksuits you see a lot of the people yeah. with the stripes yeah that's true but and then converse converse has definitely in my mind okay i could mm. be wrong but in my mind i think of nike as higher than converse which means that yeah. i mean and, and converse at the time converse was the leading shoe in basketball at the time that this film was made yeah. so like like 
yeah it's crazy how wonder, it, it all turned I wonder around. what nike did with converse did they just keep you know mm. yeah i think they just like bought them out mm. and then you know like converse by nike yeah it's one of those things converse powered by nike nike verse or they just kept it converse and they're like you will be inferior to us but we will make money off of you converse the con of nike mm. in the verse wow whatever there we go <laughs> like what do you do with that if you buy a oh yeah sure that's very interesting so just a couple of facts uh non-fictional and factually right yes uh factually wrong and factually right which ones do you want one first the right, right or the wrong let's do the wrong let's do the wrong let's right the wrong. yeah then we'll celebrate to the right right <laughs> right right all right just do it so in here the the just do it um came from gary gilmore which mm. i think they did describe in the movie so I, I don't understand when they gave this fact when he was about to be ex- executed they were like any last words and he was like yes they did say that. but he said <laughs> he said let's do it and oh. and then from there apparently people kind of played on the words and, and then became, and came yes. up with just do it yes 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 all right sunny doesn't gamble around that timeline so you actually see him in the movie but yeah. apparently he had in earlier parts of his life been a big gambler and then he so-called clean he was like i'm gonna clean up and not gamble anymore yeah. although they sort of i know they showed him gambling at the beginning yeah, of the right. film but it's mm. not like he went back mm. yeah mm. Mm. Uh, towards the end of the film, I, I don't know why, but I, I kind of clicked. I'm like, because you see how he took a gamble there and, and, and it looked like he lost his money. Yeah, I did. So taking the gamble, yeah, I, I, I don't know if that yeah. scene was supposed to have more an effect. Maybe it was supposed to like set it up as like that's this dude already failed once now. Mm. Yeah, That's what I'm thinking. All right. And then Sonny didn't watch a game on cassette. Instead, he went, he was at the game. Oh, okay. When he spotted... so so. And and uh, that that last ball that was thrown, which apparently um, got Chicago Bulls to win, was yes. in the last ten seconds. Mm. He did that last shot, and that but and th- and that that whole thing was actually set up for Michael Jordan yes. to actually shoot. Wait, so the wait, last. he saw that moment live. Yeah. Oh, that's yes. so cool. Yeah. I suppose though the impact of him replaying it. Yeah. Got, uh, like for us as viewers, it it made more impact. Oh, going for, back, going yeah, for, going back. Because obviously he then saw that. Mm. Yes, he must. He was very good then because mm. he saw that like without any highlights or what. Yeah. Like he literally watched the moment happen and realized. Yeah. Well, he won. Obviously, they won it because it was the literally the last. T- you know one of those moments in sport where, where shoot now, shoot now. Not, and you see the sorry, clock going not down. Not Michael. Not Michael. As in Sunny yeah, must Sunny. have been a very oh, yeah. good observer to, to actually him. pick that up live. Yeah. yeah. But I understand why they did that yeah. the way they did it in the film. But like that ball went through the hoop and then everybody was like, yeah, Michael Jordan from South Carolina. <laughs> so it was, so that's actually what happened. And then Sunny, yeah, okay, well, yeah, Sunny didn't watch. So yeah, there you go. Four facts. Here we go. Factually right. Jordan did want a new shiny car. The Mercedes. Michael Jordan, yes. It was the Mercedes, right? Yes. The red Mercedes. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Jordan did obviously want to sign with Adidas. Mm. And then the founder of Adidas was part of the Nazi youth party. <laughs> I didn't know that Adidas was German. Uh, excuse me if I, I am just like, like under a rock for most of my life. But I actually didn't know they were yeah, German. That makes two of us. <laughs> yeah. And then the name Air Jordan uh, was uh, Jordan's eighth, the agent, his idea. Mm. Um, in fact, um, he actually claimed rights to it, and then yes, they basically took it from there. Then NBA's fifty-one percent white rule was, that was true. That was crazy. With the shoes. That was crazy. Offering a five thousand rand fine per game. Per game. To 
if if they break that rule. But and Nike paid it up until something crazy. Well, like uh, they were given the. I think it was till nineteen ninety something or even two thousand and something that Nike was paying that. Apparently, he had. Uh, Jordan played it quite smart in his appearance, so they ended up not paying too much. Okay. In terms of that rule, that's clever. And then yes, in two thousands, NBA dropped the the restrictions. And then last one, Jordan was an underdog. Underdog. All right. He was even too short for his high school varsity game, so they put him in in the junior team. What? And then he was one of three uh, basketball players selected to play with the, the Chicago Bulls. Honestly, I think Michael Jordan possibly is the greatest sportsman of all time. Yeah. Like that guy was insane, and the fact you know he went to baseball. Yeah, you I, know he went to I baseball. I saw some shots yeah. at the end. He went to baseball. He legit went from basketball to baseball and, and did he, well. And uh, so, so he did do well. I think he did well. I'm pretty sure he did because he, he was even. People out there know. Yeah, people out there know. No, but he was he was because also with the mm. Chicago Bulls, they only did well when he was in the team. Yeah, I think he well he, he comes across as someone that's that that's not very um, how do I put it? Not someone who's who, Who's very like prideful almost like because uh when ben affleck had actually contacted michael jordan to say listen we're making this full this film just tell me and uh, ben affleck even says that he was very intimidated oh yeah by michael jordan so he was just kind of putting it out he's like listen just tell us we don't make the film we don't make the full and apparently said that this movie is rubbish absolute rubbish but then uh he said i don't make it about me oh wow M- make it around the people Which around me yeah. kind of thing so and they, ben affleck and matt damon did a very good job with exactly that. because did a very good job yeah. even in the film you actually see how how it's about family about mm. his mom and uh sunny actually mentions that that he, he saw that and that's how he used to actually win Went over uh, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I, I can, I must just say, Viola Davis. That woman is such a good actor. <gasps> oh yeah. She is so good. I remember another fact about her. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, in the movie, you see uh, Sunny driving out to the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, that didn't happen. Oh. In fact, um, the first guy that you see uh, that that he's talking to in a bar. Yes. And he's chatting to the guy and he's, say, and he's saying, you know, what do you think of my dear kind of thing. And then he tells him the story of when he took a chance and when he took a chance, he got the... He got the I have a dream speech exactly. by, by Martin Luther yes. King. Like he... Act- yes. Now that, that character um, actually knew Michael Jordan personally. Yes. Sorry, I couldn't mention names because I don't, I don't know the name. But uh, he arranged a meeting to meet with Sonny and Jordan where where they met up and they spoke and then uh, they got his mom involved and then uh, apparently yes uh, they they were then going to have a meeting together which the agent actually organized in this film you see the agent (laughs) as being like this really you know this guy that's like no don't come near but actually he actually arranged the meeting for them to meet and also I think he convinced Michael to go with Nike I also read somewhere that he was actually the one that convinced. Oh, he he convinced. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the guy's name was George uh, Raveling. Raveling. Poss- I think possibly. that's the guy mm. that that got the the, mm. the the I have a dream speech. Mm. As in, he actually got because they they confused him for a bodyguard, and then <laughs> Martin Luther King gave him the speech. Yeah. And so they still tried to buy it from him. People yeah. tried, and he he refused. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But but Michael Jordan didn't want to actually go see, see you know in the, the final meeting. And his mom did so say, no, no, you got to give him a chance. Yeah. Just go. And yeah. so. And look at what, yes. I mean, imagine if he didn't. Mm. 
Yeah. But I know Viola Davis is also acting. I'm actually really excited. So Hunger Games, right? You know the Hunger Games trilogy? Yeah. There's a movie coming out. It's called, um, uh, what's it called now? The Ballad of Snakes, Songbirds and, Songbirds and Snakes. Something that, like that. That rings a bell, eh? Basically, it's President Snow's origin story. Ooh. It looks so good. And that's coming out um, now in November. And Viola Davis is in it. Uh, she plays, I think, an ant- antagonistic role. She looks mm. like the main antagonist. But it, she, she also looks like she does such a good President job in President Snow's there. mother. No, not mother. <laughs> she's not the mother. She's Wife. someone. I think she's like the head of the capital. Ooh. That could be good. No, it's, yeah. it looks very good. Yeah. I'm like super, super yeah. excited for it. You know, uh, uh, Ben Affleck, his first couple lines in this film, um, I, I don't know how you felt about, about the way that he... Because Ben Affleck, like his character, his voice, he doesn't really come as, come across as someone who's like this top CEO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's more like the work guy on uh, the side, you know, kind of thing. He was so cringe at times as well. But... The first couple lines, that, that, like he spoke in this very low tone. And mm. I was just like, wait, this guy's actually putting this off very well. No, like I almost don't recognize him. But then as you go throughout the film, you're like, oh, okay. All right, I, Ben Affleck. I, now, I th- we keep saying last one. This is mm. when you know a movie is good. Is when yeah. we keep thinking, remembering There's no last facts. One. So I was watching uh, Ben Affleck and he was talking about how um, he, he actually screened the movie for Phil Knight, who is the head of Nike. Oh, yeah. As in in the room. And he said sitting there and, and obviously in the film, like it's it's got very comedic elements to it mm. especially when it comes to like Phil Knight and he never at one point regretted or felt bad about portraying him like that but except in that moment when Phil Knight was he was screening at Phil Knight and he said he just wanted to run away like he just wanted to dig a hole and die and he said though Phil Knight afterwards was so gracious about it and like he he wasn't like like unhappy at all but like he literally was like oh man what did i do why did i do that but i actually you enjoy phil you enjoy the character yeah. at times you cringe like especially when yeah. he's like sorry i'm late and he, you know when he walks oh, in yeah, and yeah, you yeah. just like stop talking stop talking but stop what talking. i wanted to stop say talking. was that i'm a ceo ah! and no, no, no. <laughs> everyone's like, like okay right. shut up just sit down just yeah. stop yeah, yeah. No, but it was very, it was very good, was very, good. very, very good. The only problem is the swearing. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, mm. we have already established that mm. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, yeah, they, 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 they write like they speak. Yeah. yeah. I, I was gonna watch this with my family, and then, good thing, go look it up. You just search uh, the movie name. Parental and guide. Parental guide. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll be watching Never this mind. one in private. There then. was nothing else, so no. it was literally just that. And I was glad about that. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. just the. <clears throat> But it was very, But very Good Will Hunting was worse. No, Good Will Hunting was worse. I think That's w- what I'm saying. I think yeah. this one was like 60-something use. Mm. No, 40, 40 and, or 60 uses. And even the, the general topic, like... Which still the, sounds a lot. It, it was still better than... Like, Good Will Hunting, yeah, some of the topics, you were just like... There was no, like... Yeah, there was nothing um, funny. Yeah, any it weird... Was, yeah, it was weird just the... Illustrations of anything. Yeah. yeah, so we will be continuing our Matt Damon marathon mm. next week. Mm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the last duel, but we'll figure it out when got we a, get there. Got a film to suggest? Just uh, let, us, let know. us a comment. We are looking out at the comments. There we go. Until next week. See you then. Peace. Active FM, the Netflix of radio. But better.